It's past eight at night when I get near to home, full dark except for a half-assed moon. My feet hurt from walking and there's a strong uke smell coming off the trees like summer's already here. I take the cut through Shenton Bushland and Karakata Cemetery in case he's out in the ute and come after me. Of course he's come after me. Dickhead. Haven't seen him, but... The track through the semo is dead straight, dead flat, bare dirt around the graves and gum nuts everywhere. Rows of headstones like white teeth. Creepy as fuck. I've got my headphones round my neck, music off. I'm not stupid, Gina. My thongs going scrape, slap, scrape, slap on warm bitumen and a bunch of noisy parrots in the trees overhead. Daryl's bit of gold in my hand and I feel the weight of it, how it fits exact in my fist when I close my fingers. My phone vibrates in my shorts pocket. Jean, about her 20th go at getting a hold of me tonight. This time I look behind to check no one's there, slide the gold into my pocket and pick up. I'm not giving it back so you can get fucked. I can see her face, imagine it, trying to smile and keep her shit together. I talk quiet, but she talks loud back. Howdy, sis. How's it going with you? She says. Where are you? Shh. Keep it down, can't you? As if I'm going to tell you that. Dick Ed there with you, is he? Giving up because he can't find me? No. Got me on speaker so he can listen in. No, I do not. He's not back yet. I rub my neck and check behind again. But there's nothing there. No headlights. Dunno if the gates are shut at the far end and I pick up the pace. I'd hear the ute's engine growl anyhow. You could bring it back while he's still out, she says. No way. Christ's sake, Charlie, it's not yours. Fuck's sake, Jean, you're not mum. And you're not 12 years old no more. I roll my eyes at the screen. What does it matter to her that I took it off him? I only did it to piss him off. My thumb's ready to end the call when she says sorry for yelling. Come back here, okay? She says, softer. Get the bus and bring that gold bar back. I'll tell him you didn't mean to take it. I did mean to take it. Should have been more careful with it, shouldn't he? Got no cash for the bus anyhow. Shit. She takes a drag of her smoke. She thinks I can't tell over the phone when she's smoking, but I can. Payday tomorrow, okay? She says, I can get some dollars to you for food and stuff. I keep walking, cross another path. The birds follow me, dropping uke flowers and gum nuts out the trees like a bunch of kids. What's going on, Jean? I'm trying to get you to bring Daryl's... No, I mean... What you doing at his place all the time? When are you coming home? Another drag of her smoke. Soon. Takes her too long to say it and my fingers tighten around the phone. I kick at a gum nut and stub my bare toe on the ground. She's been staying over at Daryl's all week, ever since the thing with school. I stop at the main gates, shut and locked up. I hang back and stick in the shadows. A pool of yellow street light out on the footpath and some traffic noise off Thomas Street. No green ute waiting for me out on Smythe Road. He could be anywhere, but... I've got to go, Jean. Where are you? 
She says, is that cockatoos? Karakara, I'm almost the cemetery. How many times have I told you not to keep your head on? I'm nearly home, aren't I? A car goes past on the street, but it's not him. Just be careful, okay? She takes another drag and her voice goes quiet. You haven't shown that bar to anyone, have you? Because, of course not. You can't try and sell it or anything. Because dickhead Daryl stole it, you mean? I'm not stupid. How'd he get hold of it, anyhow? Did he take it from the shop? No. Hell no. Nothing like that. 